Now I know that free agency is still definitely going on, and the Patriots might sign miss going into day two, possibly even in this episode. But today I'll be going over some of the changes that the Patriots made in free agency day one, and unfortunately, that list isn't very long and isn't really that great either. What's going on guys? Welcome back to another podcast, and today we're going to be talking about free agency day one, and I'm hoping to make this somewhat of a series because, you know, in the next couple of days, we're going to see a lot of big news that might revolve around the Patriots, that might not. Uh, this episode's mainly going to be talking about the news that is affecting New England specifically, though I think at the end of the week I will try to release an episode just talking about some overall uh, really nice signings, some really overrated signings, and some pretty bad signings that happened during this first week of free agency. And so starting off, before free agency had even kicked off, New England was able to reach an agreement with Devin McCourty, signing him to a one-year, $9 million deal. McCourty, albeit coming off a down season for his standards, is still a fantastic safety and really is the captain of the defense. Losing him would have been devastating to a defense that has lost so much over the course of this past year, and so I'm really glad that he is staying. McCourty is likely entering his final year with the Patriots, which means that this season is probably going to end up being his final one in the league. I do think that especially with his age being 34, turning 35 in August, that $9 million is a bit much, and I think that the New England Patriots could have cheaped out just a little bit more. I would have liked something closer to 6 to $8 million, and I was kind of also expecting McCourty to accept more of a team-friendly deal, especially considering his age, but at the same time, he is very valuable, and so $9 million is definitely not something to scream about, and so I'm very happy that he is staying. Now, with McCourty, him coming back means that New England will not be in the market for a safety, which is kind of disappointing considering that Justin Reed, who was just signed by the Chiefs, would have been a great fit. Also, a much younger Tyron Matthew would have been a nice fit as well. But McCourty is back and will captain the team once again, and having a familiar face is always nice. Next, we have a huge piece coming back, Matthew Slater. It's a one-year, $2.62 million deal for the 36-year-old, and I love that he's returning. Slater is an anchor on the special teams, and he's been spectacular for many years. Not to mention that New England, besides Brandon King, doesn't exactly have a great replacement for him. So Slater will be coming back for another year, and this is also likely going to be his final year with the Patriots as well. And overall, it's just a very nice, cheap signing for the hopefully future Hall of Famer. He is the heart and soul of this team right now ever since Tom Brady left. And as corny and, you know, overused as that phrase is, Slater has been with New England the longest, and losing him would mean losing a large veteran presence. Next, we have to talk about J.C. Jackson, who was signed on the first day of free agency by the Los Angeles Chargers. The deal is five years, $82.5 million. And this makes the Gilmore trade look way more dumber than it actually was, because Gilmore... You know, he was released with the general consensus being that J.C. Jackson was going to be the guy going forward. And New England just completely abandoned that idea, I guess, because they refused to put the tag on him. And it just seems like New England didn't make an attempt to keep J.C. Jackson. And so I'm a little bit frustrated. Not at Jackson. Honestly, I am very happy for Jackson. He secured the bag, and I'm very happy that he's going to a team that is going to use him very well. 
But the Patriots don't have a backup option for J.C. Jackson right now. I mean, New England does have Jalen Mills, who I believe his contract is going to be up after this year, so that's going to be another issue. But then other than that, who does New England have? And even going back to Jalen Mills, he's not exactly a lockdown corner. He does get beat in man coverage a ton, honestly. But he was a solid corner, and New England has done wonders with much worse. I mean, take Malcolm Butler back in 2015, right? After Darrell Revis, Brendan Browner, Kyle Ayrton, these guys all went out. And then you had Malcolm Butler step in and have a Pro Bowl season. So you never know. You never know what's going to happen with Jalen Mills. You don't know what's going to happen with guys maybe like Sean Wade. You don't know what's going to happen with them. But right now, I just, I'm not very confident in this group of cornerbacks. And so, really, I'm just trying to process the decision behind letting J.C. Jackson walk in free agency because it's not like New England couldn't have made that cap space. I definitely think that, you know, moving a couple of pieces around, maybe trading Shaq Mason, getting rid of his cap hit, I definitely think that the Patriots could have made room to sign J.C. Jackson. And what's even more interesting is if you look at his contract, the $82.5 million over the next four five years, I mean, that's around $16.5 million per year which is way below the 19 to $20 million that people were projecting his value to be at. And so really, yeah, it, it just, it's very confusing why Newman would let such a great corner like him just walk in free agency. And so yeah, it's kind of frustrating, but I'm very happy for J.C. Jackson. He's going to a team that has an excellent secondary with Derwin James. You also have uh, Asante Samuel Jr. These guys are definitely... Very, very good players, and so they're just getting another really, really solid guy. Next, we also move on to Ted Karras, who was set to be a free agent, and now he's signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. New England is really losing a big player, which is interesting considering Karras was used a lot as a backup or a filler. But damn it, I mean, Karras was damn good at both of those jobs. Like Michael Onwenu, who did struggle early on this year, Karras was consistent all year long and provided solid pass protection in every area he was put, from guard, tackle, to center. Now Cincy has signed Karras to a three-year, $18 million deal, and really, Cincy is going to get a very versatile player that can be put anywhere on the offensive line, though with Cincy's offensive line woes, I definitely think he's going to end up staying at guard. They also signed Alex Kappa from the Buccaneers, who was signed for four years, $40 million. But Karras leaving, while not leaving a gaping hole, really will be missed by the Patriots. And the Cincinnati Bengals, who needed to improve their pass protection, are doing so definitely with Karras. And so definitely good on him for getting a nice payday. Now finally, we've got the GOAT, the MVP. We've got Nick Folk. And I am so happy that he is staying with the Patriots for at least another year. The deal is two years worth up to $5.6 million, and this is a perfect contract for Nick Folk. He's been one of the most consistent kickers in the league since coming to the Patriots, and he's just overall been one of the best ones in the league. At 37, it's incredible how automatic he is, and New England really just doesn't need more problems right now along their roster. I mean, they're already losing a lot on the defense, and their offense definitely does need improvement, so it's good that special teams is still one of their top units. And Nick Folk is just carrying the mantle that Steven Goskowski did as one of the best kickers. And it's just crazy how good New England kickers have been over the years. I mean, you take guys all the way back from Adam Vinatieri, then you had Steven Goskowski, now you've got Nick Folk. 
Again, I'm just very happy that New England is able to keep someone like Nick Folk, who's just been automatic, and he's just he's honestly one of the best kickers in the league. That's all I got to say. But yeah, definitely happy that New England is going to be able to keep him. But yeah, that about wraps it up. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I'll be back hopefully tomorrow or maybe the day after, depending on how the news load is. And yeah, I'll catch you guys later. Peace out.